Hey everyone, thanks so much for tuning in to Mobby's Corner on this Saturday, July the 2nd of 2022. I have no clue what the weather is like. Um, I haven't been outside today. I'm actually doing this episode because I'm still up. I have not been asleep. Um, not like I was out on that no crap like that. No, I've actually been home, of course. And yeah, I cannot sleep. Um, I have not been to sleep. I'm hoping that maybe after I do this episode... I'll be able to sleep or something to that effect because, yeah, this is getting ridiculous. This is actually like the, going on two weeks that I have not been able to sleep. Um, and it's not so much that I can't sleep, but I doze off. I normally try to be in the bed no later than 1030. Um, I'll go to sleep and then I'm back up by one or two o'clock in the morning and I stay up literally the entire morning and then some days it'll be where I might go to sleep at 10 30 or 10 o'clock or sometimes even 9 30 shoot the other day I went to sleep a little earlier but even if let's say at 9 30 I can go to sleep I wake back up like one or two o'clock in the morning and by the time I try to I try to force myself to of course go back to sleep because I have to work you know so it's like okay try to force myself try to force myself and for whatever reason I cannot for the life of me go back to sleep and by the time that I do start to, for, like, finally can get myself to, to go back to sleep, it's basically time for me to get up. So then here I am going throughout the day, which normally I'm not tired. Like, I'm not tired. I'm not sleepy. Um, anything of that sort. Um, um, hold on one. Um, but yeah, I'm not sleepy or anything like that. Um, and so it's just like, I'm perfectly fine all day, which is crazy because you would think, you know, if you get up one or two o'clock in the morning, you're going to be sleeping. And no, that's definitely not the case with me. I'll go through the entire day. And then all of a sudden I'll have like a surge, like a little plummet, like around, say around one thirty, two o'clock, literally right before it's time to go home and I'm sitting there and I'm just like, yo, I'm tired. I'm sleepy. But then, you know, I get off of work and I'll tell myself I'm going home. I'm going to take a 30 minute nap that way, you know, or really 15 minute nap. I can do a 15 minute nap, a power nap. And I promise you, I'm perfectly fine until it's time for me to truly go to bed. I try not to do anything over 15. 30 would be the absolute max because at that point, then you're messing with your actual sleep habits. Um, So yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm going to go home. I'm going to take a quick little nap. I'm going to get up you know, go ahead and meal prep my food for lunch tomorrow, go ahead and have dinner, you know, all that good stuff, spend time with my baby, all that. Um, And I'll get home and the most I might do, I might do the meal prep. Then of course I'll sit here, spend time with my daughter, um, which right now she's been working on a project. So I've been, you know, helping her out or taking the photos for the project and all that stuff. Um, So I'll do that part. And then Next thing you know, I'm like, yeah, the, the, the nap never happens. It's like, yeah, okay. By the time I realize it, it's already going on like six, seven, eight o'clock. And I'm like, well, never mind. No point in me taking this nap. But then I'm like, I'll just go to bed early. But then I'll try to go to bed early, like around 9, 30, 10 o'clock. And my body is just like, it's not shutting down. It's just not shutting down some days. And then when I do shut down, like I said, I'm back up one or two o'clock in the morning. Um, And when I fall asleep earlier than that, like I know there was a couple nights this week that I think I fell asleep at like, Lordy B, I think I fell asleep at like 8.30, 9 o'clock. 
I was back up by 11 and I did not go back to sleep until like two. And then by then, next thing you know, like I said, it was time for me to get back to work and then get back up to get start getting ready for work. And yeah, I'm struggling. Just know that I'm struggling. I'm trying to hang in there, but I'm truly struggling with the sleep for the past two weeks. I don't know what's going on. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just hope I'm really, really hoping that something changes, something helps me to go back to sleep uh, regularly for the most part. Um, and most of the things that are out, I can't take anyway. Um, and I try to do everything natural. So I really try not to to fool with too many things for the most part. Um, so yeah, that's how my sleep is going. Um, and that's why I'm recording so early. At this rate, shoot, I might even do a couple of episodes this morning. <laughs> um, but yeah, don't ask me how the weather is or I have no reports for you guys with the weather right now. Simply because of the simple fact, um, I don't know. I haven't been outside. Um, so I don't have anything to tell you about the weather. Um, maybe on one of my later episodes this week or today or whatever, I'll be able to sit here and tell you because right now I can't tell you anything about the weather. Um, so yeah, we're going to go ahead and get straight into the topic. Cause like I said, I, I don't have anything else here for you guys, um, in regards to anything because I haven't been outside. I've been up all day, all night, whatever the situation is. Um, so this is the episode. So the episode for today is stay in your lane. Um, this is actually an episode that I had wanted to do, um, a while back and I decided not to do it. I kind of was on the fence, I think. Um, because of course, you know, all my episodes, I attempt to, make everything uplifting and encouraging and talk about real life topics and things that are going on right now. Um, but more so encouraging and, and uplifting um, and what have you and talk about those topics that people are scared to ha- uh, have conversations about. So that's why I was kind of on the fence with this topic because I felt like eh, it could go, but eh, it kind of cannot. So yeah, that's why I kind of threw it in the back of my head some months ago, but then recently it got to the point I was like yo I'm so sick of this stuff that's going on I've got to release this episode like I gotta get it out there um and what I mean by stuff is of course people you guys know that I'm on social media whether it be that I'm on Facebook or Instagram um I don't I don't even know my login for Twitter anymore like I don't know I kind of makes me want to figure it out but anyway yeah not on Twitter um so yeah, just Instagram, Facebook, you know, I don't do Snapchat, anything like that. Um, anyway, so on social media and a lot lately, I have just been seeing so many people bashing black women, like just nonstop bashing black women or bashing just black parents. Just, it's an ongoing vicious cycle. And the sad part is, I'm seeing it done by other black people. In addition to me seeing it done by other black people, I'm seeing it done by individuals that don't have a dog in the fight. Like literally don't have a dog in the fight. And this is what I mean. I saw one, um, I saw uh, one status that someone had made and it was in regards to it said child support 
is to harass black men into submission or what have you and to be able to control the black man. So I found it to be interesting. So I wanted to listen to the video, you know, listen to it, what have you. And then some of the comments under it, you know, I'm just like, this is crazy. Um, to where some people were just coming out and they were just like, child support is a bitter baby mama's hustle or is a broke woman's hustle. Um, I saw some people say, well, um, child support is only when somebody wants to be bitter or they're mad because they were left single and by themselves to raise a child or um, because she don't want to work and she's lazy and on and so forth. And at first I was like, you know what, I'm not going to comment or what have you. Um, I'm just going to kind of let it go. I'm not going to say anything. Um, and then the thing that I, I sat there and I thought about it because the individual that posted the video or that was commenting about it, I'm like, you don't even have kids. So what are you upset about? Like, why do you feel like you need to attack these individuals? And I'm not saying, now let me say this, because I'm not saying that some men are not on child support because of the mothers being upset and bitter because they're no longer together or whatever the situation is. I'm definitely not saying that by far because unfortunately I've seen that and I know that is true. I, you know, I have male friends, of course, that have gone through that or going through that or whatever, and just people in general, and I hear some women, ugh, when I'm out, you know, it might be at Walmart, whatever, and I hear their phone conversations, or their conversations with their friends, or what have you, and they brag about why they put their, their child's father on child support, and on and so forth, so I'm not saying by any means that some women are not bitter when they put their child's father on child support, but to come out and to specifically say that child support is a bitter baby mama's, um, get back or is a broke woman's hustle or how you got to ask for child support then you don't need the child and then you don't have kids what, why are you even speaking on this com this, this situation because clearly you have no idea what it takes to raise a child in addition to you not having an idea of how to rate or what it takes to raise a child there is a very big chance, a very big percentage that nine times out of 10, if that guy is on child support, it is because he has been asked numerous times to probably do the simplest things if it's no more than buy a pack of diapers or to watch their child or whatever the situation is. And I can almost guarantee you one or two things have happened. He either didn't do it or his thing was, why can't you do it? Or they make some type of comment of, I've seen this one, of the comment of uh, go to the white man if yeah and go to the white man if you want some of my money or to get my money or what have you or they make up thousands of excuses why they can't do something or they start avoiding you for the phone calls or whatever the situation is so it's not the fact that somebody's putting somebody on child support oh they can't afford the child then you, then you don't need a child they shouldn't be on child support at the end of the day it takes two individuals to conceive that child Okay. And with that being said, it should also take two individuals to care for that child. So if the, one of those parties, whether male or female, because again, I've seen it on both, but I, I'm going towards the male because of the status that I saw. But if the male is failing to do what he should be doing or taking his part to take care of that child and unfortunately if it results into him being on child support he don't have he doesn't have anybody to blame but himself especially if he was not doing his part and he has not been doing his part but back to what i was saying as far as staying in your lane 
to the individuals that make these type of statuses when it comes to this, or even make those type of comments of, well, if she can't afford the child and she don't need the child, or um, the dad need to take custody, this, on and so forth. You don't have a child, sir. You have no kids, sir. So you don't have a dog in the fight. You can't sit here and say that the mother should not have the child if she's got to ask for child support. Have you ever had to buy diapers weekly or monthly or a baby formula? I mean, shoot, there's a shortage as it is. So have you ever had to do any of these things? I think not. You know why I think you haven't? Because you don't have any children. So here goes that of where you have no dog in the fight. Stay in your lane. Stay over there with the single people. Stay over there with the single the single guys. Finish your, your career or whatever you have going on. But to make comments on things that you don't know make absolutely no sense to me at all. And that goes for the same thing when it comes to the different topics of not just the, the child support one. Because like I said, the, the child support one, and it was more so of the comments that were made um, or the individuals that were saying stuff. And it was more so of you don't have a child and you don't have a child and you don't have a child either. But yet all of you are sitting here making comments about if you can't afford the child, then you don't need the child. And then some the crazy part, here's the crazy one, is that some of the individuals were sitting here even commenting when they don't even have their child. Like your child didn't even stay with you. I'm trying to understand why you, out of all people, should be saying anything. Like why you, out of all people should sit here and say something about it when you don't have a child. So it doesn't, it, it does not, it doesn't affect you in any possible way. There's no money coming out of your pocket. It's not stopping you from your daily life. So why do you feel the need that you need to comment on it? And, and that's the same thing when it comes to not even just guys that make those type of comments, but that goes to females too. I see a lot of females that'll sit here um, and almost, I want to say pretty much the same, similar status, but it wasn't the exact same status. Um, of again, it was speaking on child support, and um, there were individuals that made the comments of um, they made the comments pretty much just like, Oh, if a mother has to sit there and ask for child support, then she's not budgeting her money, she shouldn't have to wait on child support to take care of their child. Which I agree, you, I'm not, you definitely should not have to wait on the child support itself, however. If you sat here and say, for example, you took money set aside, I'll just say $100. You took $100 out to, I don't know, treat yourself out, get your nails done, whatever the situation is. But then say something comes up and you've got to pay for something for your child. So you took that $100 to pay for something for that child. So then now you got to wait on, I don't know, whatever the case is, the bill, a, a bill that you have or to get extra food, whatever then that's somewhat what you just end up having to do because, okay, now you got to take that child support money and you may have to replace it with money that you already spent. So it's not that the mother's not budgeting her money. It could simply just be that she clearly has money saved up, but other unexpected expenses have now come about. <laughs> Excuse me. But unexpected um, expenses have now come about to where she's having to take some of that money that she saved to now sit here and 
replace what you know take care of a bill or take care of that child whatever the child may have an expense of um that's and that was when that just irritated me too because when i saw a lot of people saying how child support money should be on a debit card and should only go for expenses strictly for the child i can and, and talking about instead of paying for trips and nails and hair and the people again that were agreeing and that were saying stuff like you don't have any kids you have no kids now i know i know some of the people was like well you know I, my my boyfriend has a child or just that and a third and i get it if you want to date somebody that's got three or four kids a household of kids or whatever the situation is and whatnot and uh you hear him complaining about the child support or the kids mama's asking for money or on and so forth please understand you're only getting one side of the story you're getting his side of the story He's not telling you how maybe she may have asked him consecutive times to sit here and to help him with his kids or whatever the situation is, and he's failing to do so. He's also not sitting here and he's not telling you um, how he's lacking to do anything. He's not telling you any of that. He's telling you simply of how, oh, well, she said she need this or she says she need that or whatever, whatever, whatever. You're hearing the one thing, but you have never been a mother. You've never been a parent. You are truly just going strictly based off of what he has told you in regards to the situation. So you dating somebody that has children that's constantly complaining about how the mother may be asking for money or the mother mother is constantly uh, coming for him, coming to him for stuff and on and so forth. And now you're thinking, oh, she's not budgeting her money. You have no idea what's going on in that situation. You have no idea as to why she may have put him on child support. And just because you see her going on a trip or paying for her nails or anything of that sort, you have no idea where she may have gotten the money from because I can almost guarantee you it didn't come from child support. And I say that only because 99% of the time, child support is not enough to pay for a trip. But again, you wouldn't know that. You know why? Because you don't have children. You don't have any responsibilities when it comes to that, that part. You're going based off of what someone has told you. So stop making comments or thinking that you're on this whole pedestal of you're this knowledge guru of how child support should work or how parenting should work or what should and shouldn't be said and shouldn't be done when it's like you're not a parent. You don't have any kids. And some of you have kids and that you don't take care of or that they don't stay with you or whatever the situation is. Um, I just find it so funny that I see so many comments, not again, and it's not just with child support. I see the comments when it comes to not just child support. I see the same comments when it comes to a, a parent and them budgeting their money. As soon as they want to go take a trip or do something for themselves, all of a sudden, then there's a problem or, oh, well, they're spending, they're probably spending their child support money, um, to get what they want when it's like no you don't know their pockets like stop counting other people's pockets especially when it comes to something that you have no idea how it works you have no idea how it works you're just simply listening to everybody else and what they have to say about it but you just don't you just don't know like you're just you truly are just sitting here going based off of what somebody is telling you and truthfully your opinion 
means absolutely nothing. And you know why your opinion means nothing? Because again, you've never been in that situation. If you have never been in a situation, then you can't sit there and comment on that situation because it's not your situation to comment on. Everybody has a story. Everyone that's on this earth, everyone that has passed, everyone that has been on this earth before, every single person has a story. Everybody's story is different. Not two same stories, excuse me, not two stories are the same. So to sit here and to make comments about situations that you have never been in personally, and I mean personally, and I don't mean sitting there dating somebody that's got a house full of kids that he don't take care of his kids, or they buy separate different women and he's simply telling you what the situation is because you're only getting one side or when you don't have children but you're listening to all your homeboys hollering how they sit here and they on child support because their baby mamas is bitter on and so forth when in reality he is not taking care of his children i don't mean that i mean if it's truly not your personal story then guess what stay in your lane and don't worry about those other individuals that are going through those situations you can't speak on something that you don't know anything about you can't speak on something that you've never experienced. You can't speak on something and when you're only getting the one side of the story because that is simply not how it works. And stop being so simple-minded. I see so many people that make these statuses or make these lives and you're so close-minded. You're so one-sided with everything. Or, and there's some of them, or the word I like to use, I got from somebody else, the Samuelites <laughs> had to say that. I won't say who I got that from, but she knows when she hears it. Um, yeah, some of you Samuelites, like, Kevin Samuels has really gotten to some of you guys' head. You know, I know the man is dead or what have you, but he has really got to some of you guys that really got you guys really thinking that you are a high quality individual and you are not. A lot of you guys make these statuses or make these comments or, you know, feel a certain way about certain things simply because of based off things that he has sat here and said and has boosted your head up and made you feel like you this top dollar guru or that you're superior than the others, but yet you fail to forget where you came from. Like I've seen an individual that sat here and you bashing single single moms or talking about how a single mom, how it's hard to date a single mom and how a, a single mom, um, you know, is not of good quality and on and so forth. And they just looking for a come up. But then it's like some of you like, sir, did you forget you a single dad? And did you forget that you got custody of your child? And the mama don't, you know, not, nothing like, did you forget this stuff? Like, or did you forget that you were raised by a single mom? You know, whatever the situation may be. And it's like, people tend to forget where they came from. People forget to humble themselves. And and you you listen to people like Kevin Samuels that has boosted up your head and to made you feel like you're X, Y, and Z and top dollar. But yet you're still single. You can't get anybody to stay with you. And I know some of you are sitting here and you're listening. I know it's not that I can't get anybody to stay with me. I just chose to be single. No, it's some of you out there that's real, real deal sitting here trying to get in a relationship or you want to be in a relationship, but nobody wants to deal with you because regardless of how top dollar you try to be or how much of a, um, a big guru you try to be with the house that you have or the job that you have, or, you know, you got a nice car on and so forth. You've got money saved. At the end of the day, you still have inner demons that you have yet to sit here and take care of. Or, oh, I go to counseling, which definitely not in doctrine counseling. I feel that everyone should go to counseling at some point in their lives. Um, 
instead of holding things in. But just because you are going to counseling, please understand that that does not mean that you are still fully healed at that time being. There's still some things that you are still clearly working on. However, you fail to want to sit here and acknowledge that you feel like because of the things that Kevin Samuels and other individuals that have sat here and have said on their platforms or what have you, oh, that's me. Oh yeah, I got the nice house. Oh yeah, I got the job. Oh yeah, I got a nice car. I've got money saved. I, I am that top dollar man or I am that top dollar woman or whatever the situation is. You want to forget and deflect from the real reality of what you're really living. A lot of you are really unhappy. A lot of you out here that make these type of comments have very low self-esteem. You don't like the way that you truly are. You're not truly happy with that job. You're not really happy with that apartment. You're not really happy with that house. You're not really happy with the inner you, whether it be your looks, whatever the situation is. And speaking of looks, I see so many people or, or certain individuals that you like to do a lot of this, um, what they call body shaming. Um, or you constantly want to say how you're a stallion, you got a nice body, or people that look like refrigerators and people that look like deep freezers and they think they fine and on and so forth or whatever the situation is. And it's like, okay, why do you keep body shaming? But again, this goes back to the self-esteem. Yeah, you may have a nice body, but there's still certain parts of you that you're not truly happy with. And you got a nice body, that's all good and fine and dandy, but how is your, your inner soul? And just because you got a nice body, that does not account for your looks or other uh, procedures that you may have had, such as dental procedures or, or fixing your mouth or, you know, whatever the situation is or whatever, or the weave you may wear. I don't know. Just whatever you may, you may do or have going on. So body shaming an individual or something that does not affect you such as shaming somebody else's body your body doesn't look like that okay you have a nice body okay you work out you do what you need to do stay in your lane again stay in your lane this stuff has nothing to do with you if that person looks like a deep freezer or is overweight or fat however you want to put it let that person live their best life because one you don't know what that person is going through because and i'm by no means am I telling somebody to go out there and and be overweight. That is not what I'm saying. So I don't want anybody to get anything that I'm saying confused by what I am saying. This is definitely not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, and I'm not telling people to use excuses as to why they're big. Because I know some people always like to say, oh, it's my thyroid glands or, you know, on and so forth, whatever, whatever, yada, yada. I'm not saying that people don't have thyroid issues um, or anything like that. Definitely not saying that. But again, I'm not saying to go out there and use these things as an excuse. But what I am saying, again, you don't know that individual's situation. You don't know of whether they do truly have a health issue that is un, that's not allowing them to lose the weight. You don't know whether they've tried to lose the weight and they keep getting discouraged. Um, you don't know what their mindset is, you know. So for you to sit here and to constantly want to body shame somebody or you want to constantly, and again, it's nothing wrong with you being happy with your body. It's nothing wrong with you being wanting to dry, dress half naked and you have a nice body. Um, nothing like that. I'm, I'm not saying anything like that. But what I'm saying is that person that looks like a, a deep freezer, as some people call, or a refrigerator, or just fat and overweight, or looks sloppy or tacky or what have you, their body has nothing to do with you. You're not paying for those happy meals that they're eating. You're not paying for 
any of the food that they're eating or anything that they're consuming in their body. You're not paying for the clothes that they're having to pay, nor the fabric that they may have to pay extra because of the bigger clothes. You're not paying for any of that. So why are you worried about what they have going on? Again, that goes back to what I've said from the very beginning of the show. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. Worry about self. So many of us would be so much happier if we worried about ourselves. But instead, we sit here and we get so consumed with that everybody else is sitting here saying what everybody else is sitting here and doing, what everybody else is is thinking or how they're spending their money or how they're living their lives. All this stuff. But it doesn't affect you. Or you have no experience in it. You have no experience in, in either having kids. You have no experience in what it may have to be to have a, a health condition that causes you not to lose weight. Um, you have no experience in what it is to even be, be big or be fat and be unable to lose the weight knowing that you want to lose the weight. And, and don't, for anybody that's listening, that's probably sitting here saying, oh, you can lose weight. Being fat is a choice. I'm definitely not saying it is not a choice by any means. But again, I'm speaking on the part of you don't know the person's situation as to where they could have been trying to lose the weight and they just couldn't lose the weight or they may have a health issue things of that sort that's what I mean when I say you know you you don't know that person's situation when it comes to things of that sort so you can't sit here and to say that um but yeah if it's a situation that you truly have no experience in then who are you to sit here and comment on it like who are you to sit here and to say how that person's supposed to look or how they can't get a man because they look that way or how um nobody wants them or how um you know just certain it's just crazy i don't know it's just crazy to me of how i see so many people make comments about situations that they have no experience in or they're only getting the one side of the story and it's like well how about you live a day in the life of that individual that you're bashing or that you feel that's not good enough um or anything of that sort why don't you sit here uh why don't you sit here and live inside their um their their life for that day or for a day and just really see what it's really like um you know in order for you to be able to truly see um you know it just sit here and see what it's really like to be that individual before you start commenting on things you don't know like yeah, it just is crazy to me that I see so many people make comments about stuff that they don't know anything about. Like, it's been to the point lately for me that I have truly had to sit here and I've had to start deleting people's posts. Not deleting their posts, but just, like I said, putting them on a a timeout. Um, a 30-day timeout because I can't, like... It's always something. It's always something over and over and over. Um, I see one particular person. All he does is literally any negative post about a black woman. This man will sit here and he's going to post it. 
can guarantee you that he is absolutely, he is going to post it. He is going to make his negative comments. He is going to get his other, um, his other little crew. They start posting and make, well, they start commenting and they say something negative about the black woman. Like I saw one of his little crew members sat here and said that um, black women are always going to be the last woman to be chosen by any man or to be ever be dated by a man. And he was like, unfortunately, I see why. But this man is fully engaged to a full black woman. You're engaged to a black woman. You have children by black women. So you're, shoot, you're black. You were birthed by a black woman. You were raised by like, sir for you to say something like that and you are engaged to a black woman and have children by a black woman and and have a daughter which that's all you know but you you like how do you say things like that when you have a black fiance you have black children you have black a black mother black siblings like how can you sit here and say that black women are the last thing to be chosen and that you understand why. So basically what you're sitting here saying is that you wouldn't have chosen your wife had you had other options, had you had you a, a white woman or quote unquote, how some people like to say an exotic woman, you would have chosen her first over your black wife or your black fiance. You would have chosen that other nationality woman over your black woman. And they're basically so so what furthermore goes into you're saying that your your fiance really isn't good enough for you, that she's not superior or or that you don't look at her as being superior, shall I say, and that you're just basically settling. Like that's truly what you're sitting here and what you're saying. Sir, like you have to be careful with your words. You truly have to be careful with your words and your mindset like that's to say that black women are the last to be chosen and you understand why first and foremost you don't know every black woman you don't know every black woman you only know the 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 black women that maybe you have experienced or the black woman that you have been around but for you to sit here and to say that black women are the last to be chosen and you understand why they're the last to be chosen that is so unfair to all the other black women out here that you don't know that is so unfair to your mother that raised you that is so unfair to your fiance that you just proposed to that is so unfair to those black daughters those black sisters the ones that you don't know you have never experienced for you to say that they're the last to be chosen do you not know making those type of comments can truly tear a person up? Because you know what the sad part is, is that you make these type of comments, but not only do the black woman have to sit here and deal with the rest of society looking at them as being, oh, ghetto or, or don't want anything in life or you know, just want to have a house full of children, whatever the situation is, or live off of government assistance. But then they also get bashed and torn down by the black man. It's not okay. 
And to say that they're going to be the last, they're the last to be chosen and you understand why 99% of the time, the only reason you're sitting here and you're saying that is simply because of what the stereotypes have been put out into the world when it comes to black women. So again, stay in your lane. You don't know every black woman. You're about to be married to a black woman. How does that comment even make sense of what you said? It doesn't. But hey, you do you. As I always like to say, if you like it, I love it. And I truly stand by that. And and please understand that when I anything that I have sat here and I have said today on this episode, please understand that I'm not saying people should not have opinions. I myself have my own opinions. I myself think and feel the way that I do when it comes to certain topics or what have you. But something that I don't do is comment on situations that I've not ever experienced. And if I do comment on those situations I've never experienced, I ask for clarity to get a better understanding about those type of situations before I make a comment. I ask questions to get a better understanding or what it's like. I don't just sit here off the rip and just go based off of my own thoughts and process when I've never experienced it. But not only do I ask questions, I'm going to ask questions from both sides. Like when it comes to the, um, when it comes to the whole child support ordeal, I'm going to ask a mother and a father. I'm not going to sit here and just ask the father. Oh, well, my homeboy said, I'm not going to ask just on that end. I'm going to ask for both sides because you have to understand when it comes to every situation, there's always two sides of, excuse me, three sides of the story. And that's his story, her story, and the truth. That's what it comes down to. But if you're just going to go based off of the, the one side or the individuals that you know, and you've never truly experienced it, you're being so unfair. And not only are you being so unfair, you really shouldn't even be commenting. So I'm going to stop there um, for this episode. And with that being said, stay in your lane. And that goes to all of my listeners. If it is something that truly does not affect you with your money, your mental health, your well-being, your job security, anything of that sort then there is no reason for you to be making comments, especially when you haven't experienced it. Stay in your lane. Because when you don't stay in your lane and you start swerving, you're liable to crash. That's all I've got for you guys all today. Definitely want to thank you guys as always for tuning in and listening here to me um, as I greatly appreciate it. Um, I love all of my listeners. I love hearing from you guys, as I always say. Um, continue to listen to me um, and sharing the info that I provide. And that's, of course, if you like what you hear, uh, don't forget to share as I always sit here and say that. Um, but yes, I greatly appreciate everybody that's been listening to me. And that's all my people in the United States. I've got my listeners, Germany, Spain, Thailand, Puerto Rico, Brazil, and so many other places. Um, I definitely thank you guys. I thank you guys for um trying to get me on other platforms. I thank you guys, the ones that are currently following me on social media. Don't forget to follow me on Facebook at Mobby's Corner Podcast. And of course on Instagram and that's Mobby's M-A-B-I-S underscore um, corner um, where you guys can always get the latest and greatest of all my information. Um, the next episodes 
um, all that good stuff. And if you ever have any questions or something that you want, a topic that you want me to go after, definitely feel free to message me on one of my platforms or message me um, on just one of the episodes. I get all your messages. I also get all your voice recordings. Um, I actually have got quite a few um, topics that people want me to speak on, which I'm definitely trying to get to everything. Um, for the most part, want to make sure I get everything out. Want to let you guys know that I'm listening to you. Um, or if you need any advice, as I always say, feel free to always give me the questions you want answered. I, of course, leave everything anonymous. I don't add any names, um, to anything, but I do try to make sure that I answer because I want to be here to help all of you out there. Um, whether it be to help you mentally, whether it be to just, help you in any possible way that I possibly can, because that's what I want to be here for. I want to be that platform for you. But again, thank you guys so, so very much. And as always, if you like what you hear, don't forget to share. Until next time. Bye-bye.